Welcome, and thank you for pressing play. I'm Crystal Bergfield, and this is Fireside Chats with Crystal. Paying homage to FDR, this podcast discusses real politics through storytelling, interviews, and in-depth discussions that touch every American. With the help of my guests, I will dive into the issues that plague our society and highlight new ideas that could contribute to a healthy nation. This podcast is part of a larger curriculum to educate Americans about our society. Gather around the fire and prepare to expand your mind, your heart, and your reality. I'm Crystal Bergfield, and today's episode is What's the Hook? If it seems like you're being fed a line of BS, what's on the hook? Today, I'll discuss what the line feels like to me, what the hook is, and how to get off the hook if you are hooked. Let's dive in and get started. This episode gets to the roots of my write-up about the podcast. Does it seem like you're being fed a line of BS at every corner? Personally, I feel like I'm being fed a line of BS. When I know that mainstream media, news, is owned by corporations who are all about profit and they are making money off of our division, that makes me feel like I'm swallowing shit. So if there's a line, what's the hook? I'd like you to consider mainstream media for a moment. 90% of mainstream media is owned by six corporations versus 50 corporations in 1983. Okay, then think about how many media outlets there are today compared to 1983, before Internet. This means radio, newspaper, websites, video content, major motion pictures, TV shows, news outlets, and others. I had like four TV channels growing up. Now how many do we have with all of those categories? The point is... 50 corporations owned 90% of sources when there weren't so many sources, and now six corporations own 90% of our media, and it's in the thousands. So what's their agenda? Money. Mainstream media is a part of our capitalist society. Now, this isn't a critique of capitalism. It's just the facts. The definition of capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit, rather than by the state. Mainstream media is in it for the money. And one thing I've learned over the years, to be making billions of dollars, you got to be damn good at what you do. And what I know is that great business owners have a plan to meet their goals of billions. They need a strategy to get us to consume everything they put out. And this is how I imagine the conversation goes when devising this strategy. Okay, men, we want to be billionaires in the media industry. Let's talk about our strategy. How can we go from zero to a billion? What do we know? A dude raises his hand. Well, I played Monopoly as a kid, and I learned that you have to buy up all the other companies around you to be the go-to. Okay, cool. Another guy raises his hand. Do they even raise their hands in meetings? <laughs> I doubt it, but you get the idea. Guy raises his hand. We need to know what people want and what they are willing to consume. Then we can create that and give it to him. God damn it, you're brilliant, John. Now let's start collecting data. Let's see what they like, let's see what they hate, and create a need. Fast forward to today and look around. 
We are baited into clicking on headlines that bring up our anger or hatred. We spend time scrolling social media looking for something that intrigues us, inspires us, or activates us. We read what we already agree with. We watch what we feel comfortable with. We have played into their hand. Which brings me to the bigger picture. Conservative and liberal news sources aren't divided. They're dividing. News is being spun for our consumption. How do I know this? Let me ask you. Do you go to work every day because you love the mission of your job? Would you do it for free? If not, you are like the majority of us who do it for the paycheck. We live in the same capitalist society and therefore value money just as the billionaires do. They just have more of it. We are all working for the money because we have bills to pay or we are trying to flaunt. Mainstream media is a part of capitalism, and they are flaunting their billions as we continue to believe the division they've created just to stun. And as I mentioned in the write-up, we are told what to think these days instead of learning how to think critically about a situation and develop tools to live in society. This applies to our news. Historically, news used to be just the facts, one to three times a day. Now, 24-7, we are getting news and they're telling us what to think and who to blame. And in playing the blame game, along with many other social factors, we are now totally divided. The United States doesn't seem so united. In 2013, Black Lives Matter was created. And from an excerpt on their website, as an ideological and political intervention in a world where black lives are systematically and intentionally targeted for demise. And as a white woman, I can tell you that they are absolutely right. Black folks have taken the brunt of every political and social system in our country since the beginning. Not to take away from others' suffering, it's just the truth. But as soon as they started shouting of injustice, other movements, we could call them tribes, popped up. Blue Lives Matter, March for Our Lives, Me Too, March for Science, Trans Rights Movement, the list goes on. And now that we all have a tribe or two, we've begun fighting against one another to get the most attention. Why? Because we know that attention is the only way to get change, to get rights in what we were told was a country built on the freedom of our basic human rights. Instead of helping our fellow Americans gain their freedoms, we blame them for taking attention. Well, what's the problem with this? I wouldn't say it's a problem. In fact, I'd argue that it's a sign that we are evolving. Forty years ago, animal rights weren't a thing. And now we know that we don't need to consume animals to survive and that animals also feel pain. Thus, they now have rights. I digress. The point is, we are evolving, but our political system is not or at least they are evolving at a much slower rate than we are as humans. The problem is that no one has taken the time to look at why everyone is screaming for rights and attention. We are all drowning. We are all suffering somehow, or at least we believe that we are. we found a tribe that supports our viewpoints and feels the same pain we feel. That's a beautiful thing. But what's more beautiful is our country's leadership also acknowledging our pain and reminding us that we are all in this together, that we are all Americans. We are the United States of America. Again, I ask, how did we get here? We could talk about Citizens United, and we will. We could talk about free and fair elections, and we will. 
We could talk about how we forgot that we are all responsible to the community in which we live, and we will. But for now, and because this is my podcast, I want to point out that when special interest groups are paying Congress members for their time and attention, it gives our representatives very little time to pay attention to our pain and suffering. Very little time to look at the state of our divided nation and give a fuck. I know it isn't solely their fault, but they chose leadership positions. One thing I learned in the Army is that you better be ready to lead if you're going to step up. Weak leaders destroy morale. Weak leaders get their team killed. Weak leaders are also a sign of apathy of the followers. The political game is destroying democracy and we are becoming apathetic. The truth is, we can change the narrative at any time. We have the power to be the change we wish to see in our country, but it takes participation. When we decide that we care enough about our lives and the lives of our children, then we might take the time to look back at how we got here and pay more attention to the path we paved forward. We might think twice about believing all of the media we consume, think twice before picking a fight with someone we disagree with, and spend more time having productive conversations about solutions that work for all of us. And if you are listening, you're probably hip to the game. I'm probably preaching to the choir. But I need to remind you that it takes all of us participating in democracy and engaging civically. Every generation is responsible for our actions. We are all born into our situation, and while we can't change what has happened to us, we can change what happens in our future, and we have the power to change what happens to our children. And if you are stuck in a bubble, let me remind you that our children are counting on us to show them what it means to be American and to be adults. The last time I checked, Americans came together to solve world problems. We come together to innovate and create new and exciting innovations. And adults admit when we are wrong so that the children watching can learn that mistakes are part of life. What's important is that we learn and grow from them. We can learn and grow from where we are right now, but it's a choice. Would you rather be right or be part of a great American family? Because right now you can't have them both. Let's build bridges, build friendships, and build community. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, my Illinois brother, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. This podcast is part of school, so you get homework today. For the record, I've always loved homework. I don't think I ever missed an assignment in school, even when I was sick. So I expect you to try the homework. It's good for you. It will expand your mind, your heart, and your reality. This week's homework is to question the news you consume. Ask the question, was it necessary for the news to pitch the headline in the way they did? Or are they doing it to get an emotional response from me? Did it work? Am I now feeling emotional about the issue? And one final piece to think about for the week. Does it help our country for me to fight against other Americans? Can adults solve problems without fighting? Check out my next podcast to hear about what I do when the world seems upside down. And send me a line. I'd love to know what you thought of today's episode. We are all in this together, and I'd like to hear from you. This has been Fireside Chats with Crystal. Thank you for taking your precious time to invest in yourself, your community, and our country. Now go out there and shine, baby, shine. Our country needs us now more than ever. If you like what you heard... 
please check out the curriculum link and dive into more learning already live. Then head over to my website and donate to the cause. I'm offering my curriculum for free, so it's up to you to see the value in what I'm doing and support your girl along the way.